Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, I've had questions about the Amazon uh, ratings for a long time. I mean, as a former uh, bookseller myself, having three uh, bestseller titles in my past, I always wondered, like, what's the algorithm for how you get to the number one of the different categories? I do think that my friend Rick Leventhal is onto something, though, because he is now currently, as we sit here, have this conversation, the number one new release. And I see that little flag by his book. I'm very excited about it. And then it says, in travel guides for Afghanistan. So I'm not sure exactly how his bio- biography in the st- <laughs> world of breaking news has become the number one new release for Afghanistanian travel guides, but uh, Rick Leventhal of Fox News, w- welcome to Kevin McCullough. Good to have you, and congratulations on your amazing success in the travel guide category for Afghanistan on Amazon. I think I get a bronze plaque for that. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife and I do a podcast, Rick and Kelly Show, and a Kelly Smash on YouTube, and I looked up and found that we were also in Afghanistan as one of the top-rated podcasts in the nice. same category, which I didn't know existed. Yeah, and who who would have? Uh, but now we do. So, and there you are, dominating as usual. The name, of, the full name <laughs> of the book actually is "Chasing Catastrophe: My 35 Years Covering Wars, Hurricanes, Terror Attacks, and Other Breaking News." Rick Leventhal, you know his work, uh, and I got to say, Rick, of all the people I've known at Fox News over the years, you're the guy. When I when I see you on the screen, I'm always riveted because I know that you have done the work to get the story right. Uh, and I just appreciate I've always appreciated your work on the professional level so much, not to mention your incredibly good sense of humor and willing to barb with my former business partner, Stephen Baldwin, from time to time over a game of pool. Yeah. But um, yeah. why this book? Why? Why at this time? I mean, you're far from, you know, hanging it up, aren't you? Well, you know, I did leave the network last last summer and I, I had the time finally to actually devote to writing a book and. I had all of these reporter notebooks that I saved over the years, hundreds and hundreds of them from the actual events as they occurred. And there was so much in there that I never could have remembered on my own. And they formed the basis for this, this book. And then I talked to former colleagues and, and just built this thing from the ground up. You've got your people that are really good at reading teleprompter and kind of being, you know, schmoozy in the, in the anchor chair and kind of, you know, playing to the, to the air-conditioned room, if you will. And then you've got the other uh-huh. people that want to go chase moving vehicles and get shot at. And right. you're really good at the schmoozy anchor stuff in the in the studio, but your your best stuff was always getting out of the way of a falling building on 9-11 or uh, chasing down terrorists in Iraq or Afghanistan, hanging on to your hat for dear life as a hurricane is trying to blow you and your cameraman off the face of the earth. Yeah. What was it about that? element of your job that you so enjoyed because it was obviously it was obvious that you did well 
I, I guess I'm an adrenaline junkie. And anytime anything big happened, I wanted to go. I wanted to be there. And I was usually the first or one of the first out the door. Would you and request it, it or I would they drive. assign it to you? Um, it, it was a mix of both. You know, I, I had my hand up. I remember for Hurricane Katrina, for example, I had my hand up for, for days before it hit. And they kept saying, no, we got enough people. We got enough people. And then last minute, they're like, oh, let's get you down to Tuscaloosa. And you can catch the storm as it heads up, uh, you know, the, the, the nation. And, you know, I went from Tuscaloosa down to the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, driving 20 hours overnight, you know, passing, trying to get around fallen trees on, on, on the highway heading south. And that, that's one of the stories in my book. It's just about having that, that, that desire to get to where the action was. And then once I got there, all the behind-the-scenes stuff and, and how we were able to put our our live reports and our and our stories together for for the air and and it, it you know it was an incredible process and really exciting and, and I guess I I just thrived on on the immediacy of it. Sure, well, and I know that, um, and I haven't had anything near what your experience is, but just just being on duty during in the midst of a breaking story and making sure that you get the information to the people. Uh, and make sure and making sure that it's accurate and so forth. Let, let me drill yeah. down on nine eleven for a second because there's probably no more significant event that you could have uh, been working. What what was your takeaway from that entire experience? Because if I remember correctly, you you were down in the in the in the mess of it down there as the towers came down. Yeah, I was there before. While well, both towers, when I got there, both towers were on fire, but neither one had fallen yet. And I actually right. made it all the way to the the last police line just north of the North Tower. And I tried to get through that line, flashing my credentials, and this female police officer threatened to arrest me if I tried to go any further. And I said, at that moment, I, I when I got on the subway to go downtown, only one plane had hit. And I looked up and saw them both on fire. And I said, what happened to the second tower? And she said, well, that's where the second plane hit. And I knew we were under attack. And from that moment on, throughout that day and every day that followed, it was all about just stealing myself, you know, right. bracing myself against this awful reality and trying to sift through all the rumor and nonsense and just cover the reality of what was actually happening, what we knew and what we could report on, which was which was a struggle, you know, without cell service and, and with all the, the, the stories that were, were coming out of the, the, the area where the pile was, and obviously a really awful and challenging time, but it's what inspired me to go to Afghanistan and then to Iraq after that. Well, I was going to ask you, so let's book in that story. That was probably the worst breaking news uh, that you did, but you, you did have the opportunity to go to the theaters to where we did take the fight to the terrorists. Um, kind of seeing both ends of that uh, perspective, what did you come away thinking? Well, that we have incredible young men and women serving our nation and, I was so grateful that they gave me an opportunity to ride with them in military vehicles to get up to the front lines to protect me and allow me to do my job without interference. You know, there was stuff, obviously, that we couldn't report on, but uh, there was a lot that we could. And it was an incredible experience. And, you know, remove the politics from it, whether we should have been there or not. It, it was um uh, just remarkable and what i felt was the pinnacle of reporting was being a war reporter and yeah. and i was there and i wanted to go back and i did multiple times to both iraq and afghanistan and and twice to libya kevin and that's one of the other chapters in my book you know that libya experience was phenomenal 
because there we weren't with Marines or Army. We were with locals who had taken up arms against Gaddafi's army. And these were accountants and school teachers who learned how to shoot and fight and mounted weapons in the back of pickup trucks and then went off to try and find the enemy. It's all contained in the book, Chasing Catastrophe. Rick, congratulations on the book, friend, and I appreciate all your work over the years. And it's great to, to hear your voice and to touch base with you today. Yeah, Kevin, I miss you, man, and it's really glad. I'm really glad you had me on your show, and I look forward to talking to you again. We'll do it. All right, Rick Leventhal, Chasing Catastrophe, my 35 years covering wars, hurricanes, terror attacks, and other breaking news. You'll find it as the number one new release in the Afghanistan Travel Guide section of Amazon. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Stay here.